Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Jerome Thoy, man. I'd like to welcome you guys to the first podcast of mine, um, Certified Ballers. We're going to be talking about everything that has to do with basketball from a street level, from a high school level, from a college level, all the way up until the NBA. And, um, man, today it's like I'm not even exactly sure, like, what's going on, but, like, this just hit me, and I'm like, man, I got to talk about this person uh, because they have man just came into the league and and pretty much took the league by storm low-key doesn't get a whole lot of credit but he is killing everybody um before i do that though i want to give a major shout out to everybody that's holding it down in bastard bastard louisiana everybody that's holding it down in elgin illinois you know what i'm saying y'all already know how i'm coming for the rock nation baby i'm talking about rockford illinois chicago illinois kansas city dallas texas all my people out there, man, I really, really uh, respect and salute y'all, man, for following me all these years while I've been doing radio, especially podcasting. But um, without no further ado, I mean, the subject matter that we're going to be discussing today, I'm not exactly sure if it's a subject or matter or matter of fact, but it's definitely a problem. The one and only Damon Lillard, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, if anybody knows, if anyone knows. Me, myself, personally, I come from basketball. I bleed basketball, man. Um, I was a young guy, and somehow another, I guess one day I think I seen Reggie Miller come off of a screen. And, man, it was it was, it was was beautiful. I seen Larry Bird, you know, um, when he shot over the backboard, he was so hot. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And I fell in love with shooting ever since. And Dame Lillard... A Dame Dollar, you see what I'm saying, um, has been a, I would say, and and I'm going to be honest, I didn't even watch his highlights at, at, at Weber State. I know that he was for real because my family lives in Portland, you know, Northeast, when it was cracking. And um, I'm a Laker fan. So all of those times that... Reuben Patterson was being called, quote unquote, the Kobe stopper and Kobe embarrassed his ass. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, all of these things were. It was basically Thornton family history. I mean, we was I was clowning because the Lakers was beating Portland ass. And to be honest, really and truly, the only reason why Portland doesn't have a championship and we're going to have to get into this later is that J.R. Ryder left. If J.R. Ryder would have stayed there. Right, Portland would have had a championship, but I'm not finna get into that. I want to highlight my guy, Dame Dollar. For the most part, um, there, um, Russell Westbrook. There is James Harden, um, Kyrie Irving. Um, this um, the guy that's in Dallas at this point in time, uh, Steph Curry. Trey, Trey out of Atlanta. I mean, all of these guys, all of these guys are good in their own right, right? Luka Doncic, I, I hate to say the guy that's in Dallas, God, I don't want to leave him out. Luka Doncic. But um, I would say, well, let's break. First thing is, is let's break Dame's game down. Okay, I'm going to start with ball handling. 
Okay, because I think that's one of the best things that a shooter, especially a shooter of his size, can have. He has to be crafty. And when it comes down to ball handling, I mean, he is he is up there with the top. He's not a fancy guy. He doesn't go all the way through his legs all the time. and But, you know, he gets the job done. So, as far as ball handling, I would give him a B minus. Maybe a B plus, but I would give him a B minus. Here's where I'm going to give him an A plus. And I think this is where he separates from everyone else. And it's pure. The only person in the league that probably has a better um, Hezo like step back is probably James Harden. And after that, maybe maybe a Paul George because Paul George step back is crucial. Right. But Dame Lillard's footwork when he comes down and he Hezo's you. If you're not above the Hezo, forget about it because he's launching from three. Okay, so his footwork, in my opinion, this is what really has this is what really puts him into another. I would say atmosphere, right, because he his hesitation is so good and he could get you off balance so easily but he really doesn't move a whole lot to even do it so now what we're going to talk about is shooting okay this is dame dillard's or damian lillard's shooting or dame dollar is beyond magnitude of anyone well i'm not gonna say anyone but he's on the level of clay He's on the level of Steph. You know, he's on the level of of KD. And here's the reason why. The first thing is, I'm not going to even talk about how good he is, like, you know, in the paint. Right? That's going to be, that's going to come down. But what I'm going to talk about is, is from the elbow. Right? If he comes down and he's on the elbow, he could attack you. With floaters, he could go off the glass, and he is really, really, really automatic on both lines, on both sides of the free throw line. I could tell that he that he studied Kobe a lot because anybody that studied Kobe or watched Kobe's game know that on any side of the corners of the free throw line, usually that's his sweet spot. So if Damon if Damon Lillard comes down, if Damon Lillard comes down and he's in the middle and he crosses each way. Once he once he gets to that to that corner, you know what? Cancel Christmas. All right. Second thing, that's more of a mid range situation. Second thing is, is his three point shooting. Okay, he doesn't have an actual three point shot. Dame Lillard. I mean, um, a set a set three point shot. He has it, but he doesn't depend on that for his bread and butter. And there's so many levels to shooting. Right. Dame knows how to shoot and he could catch the ball. He could actually sit up and shoot. He could shoot on the run. Right. He could shoot off the dribble. Okay, so let's break this down. Say, for instance, there is a loose ball and Dame and and Dame has his eye on it. And he's and and the ball and he's approaching the ball and the ball is approaching the actual three point line. Dame could actually get the ball, no dribble. And pull straight from there. Bing. Okay, so now let's just say, for instance, he's in a pick and roll situation and the guy and the guy that's supposed to uh, um, whoever uh, uh, let's I was going to say Miles Leonard, but I think they got the um, 
whoever one of the guys is over there, they're they're doing a great job in regards to the pick. And the other guy who's supposed to come over, he's been a little lazy. So now Dame is kind of like between the pick and the other dude is sagging off. Cancel Christmas. He could pull that. He could pull that. So now, and I don't want to get too excited because this dude is really, really good. So now, let's just say, for instance, that the pick and roll does go through and now Dame has an actual mismatch. So let's just say, for instance, if they're playing um, Toronto, right, and Fred Van Fleet comes up and um, who's one of these guys over there? Let's just say, for instance, Carmelo Anthony. This is just an example, right? And just so happened, Serge Ibaka is actually guarding Carmelo Anthony because they're about the same size, okay? So now Ibaka is on Dame Lillard. If Abaka does not come up immediately, Dame can stroke it. If Abaka comes up too aggressive, the Hezo is coming through, right? So now he got him off balance and he can stroke it from three. And also now Dame also has the ability to clear the court. Let's just say, for instance, this 10, 10 seconds. Dame has the ability to clear the court and bring Abaka out on the island and now he could use that same pick again and he could pull from 36 feet. In my opinion, Dame Dollar is a top five guard in the NBA. Right. I'm just going to say that now. Now let's talk about in transition. What is he doing? Right. Because I've only been talking about shooting. Right. Let's just say, for instance, in transition, does he find the open man? At this point in time, Dame Lillard is averaging about 7.8 assists in the NBA. Phenomenal, right? Does he get steals? Yes, he does. He's probably averaging like one steal a game, right? Is he, is he a leader? Yes, he does. Is he selfish? No, he's not. This is and 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 this is the personality that Dame has. Dame is a true warrior, by the way. We was trying to get Dame at Cleveland because I'm a big LeBron James fan. He was trying to recruit um, Dame, but I'm not exactly sure what happened. But Dame stated that he doesn't want to go any other place but Portland. He wants to try to bring a championship to Portland. And what I'm saying that is that C.J. McCollum, him and Dame has actually flourished together. A lot of people were having questions about whether CJ was going to be tough or what's going on. Dame actually shared him the ball. This is the type of this is the type of warrior, right, that you want to have on your team that could actually lift your teammates up and also make them understand, you know what, hey, check this out. I'm also I'm the alpha male, really. Right. Dame is very humble, but you could tell he has an alpha male personality on the court. Because he's not scared to take any shot. He's not scared to go up against anybody on any day. He will bring it to them. Back to transition, though. Okay. Um, one of the most dangerous things about one of the most dangerous things about Damon Lillard that a lot of people don't understand is, is that how strong he is, right? And how much contact that he can actually take below the basket or when he's going to the basket. He has this, he has a, he has a great way 
of just, again, it doesn't look like this dude is big at all, but he has a great way of fending off defenders and, man, his floater game in the lane. I'm talking in the paint. is so raw. I mean, you can forget about it. One of his favorite, one of his favorite go-to areas is on the right. Is on the right when he's coming on the right-hand side. You can forget about it. If he if he gets you by the elbow, once your once his elbow passes yours, you can forget about it. I don't care who you are. It's a basket every single time. And right now, what we don't understand is is that Dame Lillard. Basically, in Kobe's, I wouldn't say his prime prime, but he went up against Kobe in his, still in his heyday, and was giving Kobe work. Right. And even Kobe said, hey, look, this guy's everything, man. He doesn't bag down. He's not scared of nothing. Right. So. Man, we salute Dame Dollar, man. If y'all out there, you know what I'm saying, y'all really is um into listening to music, bro. I would I would suggest y'all check him out on title. You know what I'm saying? Run run a few tracks through. You know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne really don't vouch for a whole lot of people, bro. He really, really don't. Low key. So he vouched for Dame. So, man, um, we're about to transition into the next part of the show. So salute to salute to Dame Dollar Man. Salute to Damian Lillard. In my opinion, um, I think he is a top five guard in the league. I think he is one of the most transcendent players um, that we're probably going to see like within the next 20 years. I think that we're so spoiled to have shooters like him and Clay and Harden and Durant. I think we're so spoiled. Right with this, that we don't even know an actual treasure, a basketball giant that's really a student of the game like Damian Lillard. So salute to you, my brother. Hey, man, keep striving, keep working, man, and salute to everybody out there in the O-Town. But um, before we move forward, I'd like to thank everybody that's tuning in today to my first episode of Certified Ballers, man. Y'all could, um, I'm going to start to develop other social media outlets. So at this point in time, this is going to be, you know, you all can follow me at, uh, on Facebook at Jerome Thornton. That's my personal page. That's the only thing I got right now. But, um, the next thing is, is I want to talk about is, man, is this the year for Milwaukee? And, um, I, I think so. I think, I think, I think right now that the Lakers, um, are somewhat weak. Um, I don't think that Anthony Davis is as happy as he says he is. And the reason why is because I think Anthony Davis wants to be in a situation where he's the man. And I could see that in stretches, sometimes he doesn't get the ball. Right. And he hasn't been. I don't think L.A. was or is what he thought L.A. is. So that's bringing some discontention to him because if not, he would have signed already. But um, one thing for sure and two things for certain, what I want to let everybody know is this. Um, Last year, I picked Toronto. Make no mistake about it. I picked Toronto. Um, I knew that Kawhi 
was on a mission and just so happened. I mean, just by the luck of the draw, man, th that ball bounced around four times and the whole arena erupted. But they had to they, they had to go to the inkwell. They had to go to the inkwell, my guy, to really, really pull some things out. And this year, I think what everybody's missing is, is the growth of Guinness and the um and his supporting cast right and i know that a lot of people may not want to hear this but they have one of the most solid squads in the nba and a lot of people don't want to give chris middleton his credit but i think without chris middleton the the bucks would suffer and the reason why is, is that Chris Middleton or Middleton is one of the best shooters in the NBA. Now, if you noticed what I said, he's one of the best shooters in the NBA, not in the Eastern Conference, but in the NBA. And this guy can ball. Um, so let's let's just start. Let me let me break this down. Right. Because I just don't want to just start to. I'm a, um, I. I look at myself as a student of the game. So the first thing I want to talk about is one of the most important positions on the court. And that's the point guard position. Um, I think Hill does a great job. Hill and Bledsoe, they do a great job, um, especially on defense. Um, Bledsoe sometimes, you know, I think that he he settles he settles and he takes a lot of time. He doesn't use his actual just to go, hey, make one move and just go straight to the hole uh, or find the open guy. But um, he'll get to done on both ends of the court. So just with those two, just with those two pieces, the point guard and the backup point guard, you're pretty solid, right? Now we're going to start to talk about the two. And that's, the two slash three, and that's Middleton. And then you got Wesley Matthews over there. Both of these guys are solid on defense, right? And then you have, coming to the four, you have Ersan Ilyasova, right? And then you have the Lopez. I mean, really and truly, I wasn't exactly sure what the hell the Lakers thought they was doing when they got rid of dude. I mean, because he could shoot it from three. He If he asserted himself a lot more, he would be a perennial all-star, like year after year, okay? So, you know, just with that alone, and we're not even talking about really and truly what I just named you is a playoff team without even Guinness. So now let's talk about Guinness and how he affects the game. So now we're going to start to talk about defense. We're going to talk about rebounds, and we're going to talk about shooting, Okay. We all know that Guinness right now is probably averaging about two blocks a game. Okay. So in regards to that, and that's just him. Lopez is the other real uh, blocker. So that's, you know, he's probably averaging about one block a game. So that's three blocks a game. And that's on a bad day. Right. So their transition defense is off the chain because Guinness can run with anybody. Right. Bledsoe and Hill can run with anybody. Matthews can run with anybody. Middleton can run with anybody. 
So don't you think that if you get a long rebound that or, or any team that gets a long rebound, it's just going to be just go out there and just be a lot more athletic than them. That's not going to happen. It's not. OK, so eh, hold that. Right. We're back. Now we're going to talk about defensive rebounding. OK, Milwaukee is in the top 10 basketball clubs and doing defensive as well as offensive rebounding. So what does this mean? That means more opportunities for your team and less opportunities for the acquisition or for the opposition. Why is this so important? And here's the reason why, especially in a league that's shooting a lot of three pointers. Okay. If a team comes in cold, let's just say for instance, for every one, for every five threes that they shoot, they miss four. If that team is able to corral Let's just say four, three of those rebounds, three of the misses, they're going the other way. It's over with for that other team. Because if they're, re- if they're rebounding on the offensive and defensive end, you can't, you can't do anything. You can't do anything about that, right? So now um, let's talk about a weakness in regards to Milwaukee and what, and what may, if anything, may cost them the championship is this. And that's three-point shooting. Guinness, um, that's his weakness. That's his weakness. He's almost as bad as um, Ben Simmons, but he's definitely not as bad as Ben Simmons. Like, seriously, seriously, seriously. But if he had a, a, um, a way to improve that, right, um, it would be, be three-point shooting. But the rest of his team is solid. The only other person that's, quote-unquote, Scary just a little bit is Bledsoe. I get, I get, I start to look like, damn, Bledsoe shooting a three, like, shit, it's probably going to be going the other way, my guy. That's how important that rebounding is. But anyway, um, so that's two, that's two, that's two liabilities on the court at the same time in regards to three point shooting. Okay. But now let's talk about post. We're talking about offense. We're talking about offense now. Um, Guinness, Lopez, Guinness, Lopez, Guinness, Lopez, Guinness, Lopez. And they can do this with anybody, anybody in the league. They will expose anybody in the league just simply on the post, exposing people. And Guinness is a lot more athletic on the post. Right. So. The only weakness that we have right now is three point shooting. Okay, Milwaukee as a team, I think they I think they're probably in the 80s. In the 80s is as far as free throws, right? But here's the importance of rebounding again because Guinness doesn't shoot free throws as well, right? He's probably like 82, which isn't bad, but for a superstar, you get a lot of your points from the free throw line, okay? So that's another weakness. But we're talking about a championship team here, right? So, but we all know in the open floor, Guinness is unstoppable. No one will be able to stop him because he's so long and once he Euro steps to the side, he's just going to dunk on you sideways. No one is going to be able to stop him. And if he doesn't dunk on you sideways, he's able to actually find the open man. Period. And they have shooters. You don't want to see Middleton in that corner coming off a screen. You just simply don't want to see it. To me, my favorite is Milwaukee. Um, 
another reason is they don't turn the ball over a lot. Right. They're they're very, very, they're very, very. Um, how should I say this? Patient and aware of what they need to do. Disciplined is the word. They're very, very disciplined in regards to how they run plays and who they need to do, who they need to go to. You very, very rarely see them trying to like, you know, go go behind their back and go through their legs a couple different times and all this type. They're simply trying to run the play to get the best shot. Okay. Now, are they an actual defensive liability? No, they're not. So you can't play that spaceless basketball on them and just try to say that you're going to win. They could cover anybody at any given different time. They could switch. All of their players are very, very good with their feet. So you won't have to worry about that. So defensive liability, they're not a defensive liability team. All right. They're also going to come up with, um, what, at least about two to three steals a game. Definitely. So um my my choice one of my doors one of my dark horses or not even dark dark horses to win the championship is the milwaukee bucks and for the things of that they're an actual solid team in the open court they rebound well um they can defend anyone and on top of that they take a nice good shot selection and then they have guidance i'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to certified ballers this is the first edition, baby, and I look forward to bringing you all a lot more content um, and in-depth analysis from my point of view, an actual basketball player myself. So um, I'll holler at you all. Man, peace and love. And man, y'all be safe out there. This virus is real, and I'll talk to you all a little bit later. Thanks again for tuning in.